<clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. It also taught us to be the same way, and I would get really, really blessed by the by how they would pray and just really heartfelt prayers. Hey there, welcome to Rise Up with Janina Chan. I'm Janina, host and content creator, always curious to learn more from life. This podcast is one for the mind, heart, body, and soul as we share stories from real lives that draw inspiration, provide strength, and empower each other to rise up. Listen to our guests' rise up stories from all walks of life through all the highs, lows, and everything in between. Brought to you by the Chinoy Podcast Network in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. Hey everyone, welcome back to Rise Up with Janina Chan. Today we have such a lovely guest. I am a fan. I love it every time she opens her mouth. It's like words of wisdom, and it just sounds so calming too. <laughs> so we have here with us my good friend too, Joy Tanchi Mendoza, a mom of six beautiful children, a counselor, a speaker, an author, and she also has her Teach with Joy blog and her online platforms too. And Welcome to the show, Joy. Thank you so much. I know you are a busy, busy woman. Thank you so much for sharing your talents here with us and your stories. We're so excited to hear from you. Well, it's a joy to be here. You know, it's a privilege for me. I think the last time I saw you was at the Cetaphil event that we were at. Yeah. And I just remember what a bubbly, like, cheerful, energetic person you were. You really made me feel very old. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so funny. That is so funny. No, I think it's just, I'm an extrovert. So, you know, sometimes I just don't want to talk to anyone and people find that very hard to believe. I think it's when I'm with other people, must bubbly and must energetic. So I'm sorry. Something switches on. Yeah. Yes, I get excited. I'm like a puppy. (laughs) No, but anyway, I love that you're, I love that you're saying it's a joy to be here. We can use your name for the entire show as a pun. (laughs) The joy is mine. (laughs) But yeah, I want to bring that joy here in our podcast because I think a lot of people are feeling, I don't know, I, I think there's like a mid year thing or maybe it's an all-around year thing that you know sometimes we can't avoid the stresses and stressors of our lives and sometimes even now with how things are going maybe we expect things to be you know to improve more at a certain pace you know like maybe by now actually last year by now we're all like abroad none you know getting on with our lives we're kind of like languishing at the same time like where's the progress where's the joy I can't find it so I hope you can help us find that so with that said I just want a very Miss Universe question (laughs) for you Joy what is joy for you how do you define it and how can we live life with more joy in our hearts and in our days? Right. So, you know, I think we tend to think of joy as maybe based on circumstances, but I think I want to say two things about joy. The first would be that joy is really a choice that a choice to the choice to to be joyful despite the circumstances, but we don't have it within ourselves to execute that joy. So it's also a person. And for me, you know, I have a a personal relationship with Jesus and that for me is the source of joy because if it's just based on circumstances, based on ourselves, sometimes we just don't have it in us. And it's been a very difficult year for so many people, for everybody actually. 
And it's hard. It's really hard to find joy, even just to will it, right? Even to say, no, yeah. I choose to be joyful. But what's the basis of that, right? Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, it's not based on circumstances. On the other hand, the source has to be something beyond us. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we can have joy, even though things aren't always perfect. But at the same time, we need to have a greater source that we tap into because we're just not an inexhaustible source of joy. And there's so many things that will stress us out. And, you know, the amazing thing is I was watching with my husband on Saturday. We were watching. There was a clip of this lady who came on America's Got Talent and she had cancer. And it's probably her last year of life. And she composed a song. And she, was, she said something so amazing and so beautiful. She said, we can't wait till we are okay to choose to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us, that, that's where we're at, right? We're waiting for circumstances to change in terms of this pandemic. We're waiting for the government to come up with better plans or maybe everyone to be vaccinated, to feel that peace. And, and in the meantime, like you're saying, because the waiting is so long, yeah. We're languishing because mm-hmm. we're waiting for that point in order to say that we're going to be okay when actually we can choose to be okay now um, instead and then enjoy the present and maximize it rather than waiting for that, that point in time, which never is seeming to come. So I think that's one of the things that we just chose to do as a family is to look at our circumstance now and say, okay, how can we make the most of what is right now? Instead of just thinking, okay, we're going to just binge watch on Netflix. And then at a certain point, everything's going to get better and we can go back to traveling or going, you know what I mean? Yeah. How did you know my schedule? (laughs) (laughs) So there have to be certain choices that we are making, even in this present, in this context, that consider the possibility that this could be really a long-term thing. So what are healthy choices that I can make that will also help me to choose joy? Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Did I kind of answer the question? I hope it's a long way of answering the question. It's good. I love, I love it. I love listening to a good answer. And sometimes there's no short way of answering it because it is a complicated situation and a complicated feeling that's beyond our control. So that does make a lot of sense to me, not waiting we get so impatient and it's like when will this end we're so used to you know instant gratification we get we we, we i want it i got it as ariana grande song would go like you you, you see something you want to shop for sometimes you get it on the same day but that's not the case right with real life matters and with real life stressors. So I know you're such a prayerful woman. You always lead life by example too, I understand. But maybe can you give us like more concrete ways too? Um, maybe like what's a day in your life? How do you teach your kids? Teach us with joy. Like how do you like literally tell your children that, you know, when they're annoyed at something, when they're stressed out at something, a certain situation, how to deal with these stressful, difficult situations with grace and with calmness and with peace. It sounds so Zen. It sounds so idealistic. And I'm pretty sure it's easier, easier said than done. Mm. Yeah. And I think not every day would be the same and not every day is predictable. Right. Mm -hmm. But I try to do what is within my control. So waking up in the morning and just having my time with the Lord to connect with him so that as I was sharing with you earlier, having a source that's 
outside of myself mm-hmm. to draw from. That helps a lot because that just grounds me, right? Because then I, I get into the word of God and I read scriptures and truths that I can anchor myself on. And that helps. And then I, I exercise. Now this bit, I don't always enjoy, but my husband, <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> but my husband, he makes us get up um, at 6.30 almost every morning. Wow, that's family, pretty early. Yeah, as a family, he makes us exercise. And at first I was, I was not enjoying it, but then looking back, it's probably one of the best things that we did just even as a household. Cause we did it even with our, with our household help and driver. Oh, and nice. it made such a big difference because everyone started the, the day with a different kind of energy. You know, when mm-hmm. you exercise, it just, it revs up everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So that would be another choice. So first choosing to spend time with the Lord as a first thing, like as the first thing I do on my phone, because if I immediately go on my phone and check social media or check mm-hmm. the news or whatever, then it's like, I have no more time to really spend with the Lord. And then next would be to exercise. And then of course, making choices also about the food we eat. You know, sometimes you can say, yeah, I'm going to choose to be joyful and I'm going to choose to have the right attitude, but we're doing a lot of things that are not helping us have a right attitude or have that right perspective because if we're eating bad things then normally at a certain point that's going to catch up to us so we're not going to feel well we may even get sick and it doesn't contribute to well-being so these are the things that are within our control so even as a family even though there are days when it's fun to like have junk food and things like that mm-hmm. we try to eat pretty healthy yeah clean and clean yeah eating. yes and then, um, then our day starts for me with the kids at about nine o'clock. And there was a season when, we, when our household help, um, they were kulang. So I was making them do a lot more chores, which also helped, right? Because then, you know, when you're somebody who is contributing and not just being somebody who's consuming, that actually also helps you to be more joyful. Mm, because yeah. consumers, when, when you're just like, okay, what can people do for me? I'm just going to sit around and let people serve me. And I don't want my children to be like that. That actually makes them more entitled. Yes. And an entitlement mentality can lead to a lot of unhappiness mm-hmm. because you're always thinking about what you want, how you want it, what people can do for you versus thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, how can I do something to help out here? How can I do something to be a blessing? Mm-hmm. So that's why if you're a married person listening to this, or you're a single person, whatever season you're in. I think just having that mindset, like, how can I be a contributor? How can I give instead of just expecting the government to do something for me or my husband or my partner or my children? What can I do to to serve others? And so that's where I think the homeschooling part has also helped, because on the Mm -hmm. one hand, the kids help out in the house. But on the other hand, having something to do as a mom where I have to teach my kids, I have to be engaged, I have to be, be with them takes the focus off myself and allows me to not have a lot of downtime where I'm just surfing the internet or, you know, doing online shopping. I did do a lot of online shopping last year. <laughs> I'm sure we all did. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had to confess to my husband, you know, hon, you make it sound so bad. <laughs> yeah. but you know how like it can be a coping mechanism, right? Yeah. Get more things. You kind of think, Maybe that's what making me feel happy during the quarantine while I'm locked down. What are the things that I can get Get just to surround myself (laughs) to make me feel good? Mm -hmm. But they don't last, right? So I I think it's really in the doing things for people, you know, like what you're doing right now, having this podcast. I'm sure it's difficult, but it fills you because you're doing something to reach out to people, to connect with people, to be a blessing, to give them content that will help them navigate this time. Mm -hmm. So we all need to find something to do. It could be according to our bent. And so me as a, as a mom, I chose to homeschool years ago 
And so that's helped me. So we homeschool at nine and then we finish with the younger kids about 1230. We have lunch together and when we have lunch together. My husband had this other idea since he works from home. He said, let's all have worship time where we all sing like a praise song. It's not like a long, long, long um, worship time, but let's all sing a praise song together and let's pray. And we take turns praying um, as a family. So maybe one day it'll be one of us and then one of our household help. And I was so, so moved when I would listen to the prayers of our household help because the things that they would say, just the things that they would Things like how grateful they were that they had a job or how grateful they were that they were, you know, not sick and that they were safe. Just these very simple things. I think it helped us to also see that despite how difficult the times are, there's always something to be grateful for. And if if these people in our lives who obviously don't have as much as we do materially, but if they could have joy and if they could have that perspective where they were at a place of contentment and just gratitude, then it also taught us to be the same way. And I would get really, really blessed by, the, by how they would pray and just really heartfelt prayers. Then in the afternoon, my older kids continue on with their work because they have more stuff to do there in high school. And then um, we maybe play outside or, or by six o'clock, we usually have dinner. And then we try to go to bed pretty early, like between 9.30 and 10.30. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. Oh my gosh. But it does it does wonders, right? For for the body too, if you sleep earlier than later. Yeah. It, yes. It's not just the number of hours, right? It's also how early you start, correct? Yes, it is. And and that's the thing because your body heals itself between I think it's eleven and something a.m. Three, something like that. Eleven to something like that. three, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So it's super important that you get to bed at a certain time so your body repairs itself. Um, but so <laughs> yes, we're talking to you. <laughs> you listening right now. <laughs> so so these are some choices that we can make to choose to be healthy, to choose to make healthy choices, to choose to have, you know, just that predictability in our lives. Cause these are things with, that are within our control. And mm-hmm. then if things happen outside of that, then we have to come to that place of surrender. Like, Lord, I, I can't possibly control everything. Yeah. So what I can do, I will do. And that will contribute to my joy because, you know, you feel like, Hey, you're getting things done. You're being productive. You're being wise. You're feeling healthy. But if things happen outside of that, if you lose somebody you love or, or, you know, something breaks or you, you, you didn't have a good business deal or you got scammed online. That happened to my kids. <laughs> oh, wow. To the kids. Bah. Yeah. So, so then you just, you just process it. Right. Um, and then you say, okay, we can, we can't always choose what happens to us. Mm-hmm. We can't always control every circumstances. We can do our part to, to do what's within our control, but everything outside of that. Uh, we now have to surrender and we process it. And it, it's it's what you do, right, in response to the circumstances in your life that really determine whether those circumstances are going to break you or build you up or make you better. Mm-hmm. It's how you react to these situations. Exactly, yeah. Hi, my name is Janine and I am inviting you to come listen to my podcast called Adulting Millennials where I talk about lifestyle and adulting how-tos 
here in the Philippines. Available on all podcast platforms and powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. And it's the the best thing to do is to just to not be so reactive, especially mm. when anger. So like when anger comes our way for you, what are some things that you literally tell your your children when they're like already like fuming mad? But also anger is not necessarily a bad emotion. Right. right. I mean, it's normal. It's part of the human experience. So what do you do? How do you teach your kids when they're angry or they're really annoyed or frustrated? Mm. That's a great question. I think first, first, I think we need to model what it means to be self-controlled because if, if we want to teach our kids, you know, process this anger properly, but we're a bad example, then it's hypocritical and they Mm -hmm. won't really change. So that's the first thing is, are we modeling also being even tempered, patient, and then also saying sorry when we make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. But then when they are super upset, I think the key is to understand to what the circumstances are that led to that emotion. Because like you said, right, we need to also respect people's emotions. The truth mm-hmm. is we have emotions for a reason. They make us aware of what affects us, what bothers us, what's important to us. So with my children, let's say if they're fighting about something or one of them super upset, then I have to find out, okay, what's the history here? What happened? who instigated who, and then help them to resolve it if it's between the two of them. Now, if it's a personal frustration, a personal disappointment, or personal loss that they're dealing with, well, I found that depending on my children's personalities, because all of them are different. So some of them, like madalit lang, like some of them, if you tell them, you know, sweetheart, it's okay. It's not that big a deal, actually. You know, I think you can choose to be thankful. Yeah, they can get over it. But then Mm -hmm. I have some that are just like... (laughs) that's the end of the world that is like it's like a small thing like I remember one time I made a mistake because one of them was like I can't brush my hair it's so hard (laughs) and I was so aggravated because in my mind I'm like okay people are dying you know people are dealing with real loss and here you are super upset that you can't brush your hair so I made a mistake I said you know what you know what you should what, what would you rather that you're dying or that you can't brush your hair? And then she kind of looked at me cause she's like six or seven years old and she wasn't sure what I was saying or how to respond to that. And I realized it was wrong because mm-hmm. it was totally disregarding the fact that she was affected. And so what I had to do instead, and I've had to learn this with this child of mine in particular is I need to, instead of correcting her on the spot when she's dealing with anger or frustration, the best thing to do for her personality type, because she's more emotional, is just to embrace her and hug her and tell her, you know, I love you, sweetie. And that already calms her down. And then she mm-hmm. can get to the point where she can process it. But if I'm just like lecturing her or correcting her, it doesn't work. So mm. I think it's different, st- different strokes for different folks when it comes to the children. <laughs> and even as husband and wife, you know, the way that we process things, it's just different. Mm-hmm. But I think we should never... We can't get mad at the emotion that they're feeling, but we can help them process it so that they know how to deal with the emotion and correct it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's our own emotion too, we yeah. got to figure out the best way we can cope with yeah. it and yeah. move and forward think, with it. 
And Janina, I think that it's never an excuse for us. I have to say this, like, it's okay to have an emotion. Like if you're angry or you're disappointed or you're sad, that's not the bad part. I think it's what we do with the emotion. Like when I'm upset with my kids, cause I'm trying to homeschool them and they're not focused or they're not listening. And if I yell at them or I lose my temper, that's the bit that's not healthy anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that actually is a bad model and bad examples of them. And it teaches them that if they are upset, they could do the same thing. And it doesn't matter if they hurt others. So mm-hmm. it's okay to have emotions, but what are you doing with that emotion? That's the part I think where we have to also with ourselves, whether it's our kids or us, we need to learn to process emotions okay. in a healthy way. Yes. And understand what's the trigger, right? What's the trigger? Yes. Is it avoidable? Mm-hmm. If it's not avoidable, then how do we work through it? How do we come to a point where we say, okay, I'm going to choose in this moment not to focus on the trigger, but to say that, you know what, like, this is what we've told our kids. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's a, it's a Bible verse. (laughs) It's our superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. We got to remind ourselves in a way we're kind of, kind of affirming that we will get past this. We just have to deal with the process Mm. and, um, you know, really, be able to reflect on mm. the causes, as you mentioned, okay. and be more careful because it's so easy to react right away. So mm-hmm. just relax and don't act out of anger. You know, don't make permanent decisions, right? Permanent decisions That's perfect. Yes. with like temporary emotions because you know that this Very too good. shall pass. Yeah. So and I think sometimes yeah. we need to walk away physically. Yeah. Or just let it. I'm just, for right. me personally, when something triggers me, like, you know, when there's like a miscommunication, you know, sometimes things like that happen when you expect something from others and vice versa. Maybe they expect something from you mm-hmm. and parang like a misunderstanding or something. And then parang, oh my gosh, ang gulo na neto. Diba? Sometimes you just have to step away, yeah. pray to God about it. And then sometimes it just fixes itself, right? It's just so wonderful when that happens. I'm like, whoo, let me step away from the situation. Yeah. Let me calm myself. Sometimes I'm so like, oh my God, bigil na, andun na yung message. Isasend ko na. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because so, we're so entitled. Do you send I it? didn't, I didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, Girl. wait. Because every time I get like, whenever I encounter like a triggering, maybe like a message or like a situation, Iniisip ko na siya, like a movie, like a choose your own, ano yun? choose your own, ano, adventure. Ah, adventure, choose your own So like, adventure. I'm already thinking ahead na, okay, if I do, if I choose the patience, <laughs> the, if I choose patience and grace and let it slide first and, you know, communicate, because it takes, actually it takes, parang it's harder to do that because mm-hmm. it takes more effort out of you. You have yeah. to explain your side. You have to explain na, ah, misunderstanding po, diba? Things like that. Yeah, yeah. Versus the, the entitlement um, choose the entitlement now. Oh, this is this, this is this, this is like what, what it's supposed to be. Well, follow me. Cause this is what I expect of you versus communicating and just making it work. <laughs> we can get through this together. You know, that takes a whole lot of maturity, actually, like what you're sharing mm-hmm. right now. I think a, a lot of young people, sometimes, you know, you guys struggle with that. Right. But I'm so blessed to hear you say that, that, that <laughs> I think just that stepping away is a very practical move. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's not like you're not saying anything or you're saying something, but you're just giving yourself time to consider yes. what you could do <laughs> yeah. that would be a healthy yeah. response. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's great advice, actually. To me. So it's, it's, I guess I'm being more mature now. <laughs> 
this is my <laughs> higher self speaking. No promise, because I've also been like doing more devos, and I want to apply it. You know, every time, because like champion, oh, after mag devotional in the morning, you feel so yeah. I can do all things in Christ who fuels my spirit. But sometimes I'm like, pag nandyan na yung situation na nakaka-trigger, parang, yeah. boom, <laughs> so like, I really, sometimes I think about it, that if I do this, na parang feeling so, ano, yun nga, like as I mentioned, like parang medyo pa entitlement na, ano, uh, this is it. Parang yun nga, parang I, you want to be right, but sometimes you have to be kind, mm. diba, first. Yeah. And it's not all about being right there. It's about yeah. the relationship yeah. too. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I heard this great quote that sometimes the one who insists on winning an argument is actually the more prideful person. Yeah. Right? Because you have to actually sometimes hurt the other person mm-hmm. just to prove that you're right. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to conflict resolution too, which affects our joy, <laughs> since we're on the topic of joy, <laughs> yeah. I think it's also choosing to, to, have, a, a, to have reconciliation versus yes. just winning the arts. So anyway, that's just a side. Yeah, that's Thank so good. I'm sorry, yeah. After all, it's about community. After all, diba, anong, anong magiging result ng iniisip ko na talaga, parang minsan talaga, sarap na awayan, sarap na patunan. Alam mo yung mga ganyang instances na parang may, may sagot na ako eh. Nakadraft na siya. Like the lawyer, the attorney in you comes in your defense. You want stuff like that. You want to yeah. pin out every bad thing or like every like, ganito sure. kasayan. But then, yun na nga, I already think about the consequences na ahead. Ikagaganda ko ba to? In the end, Pag nakita kami, magiging awkward ba? Diba? And I hate that feeling. I don't want to be awkward with anyone. As you as you mentioned when you met me, I want to be friends with, with everyone, much as possible. I know it's it's humanly impossible. You can't please everyone. But why would you go out of your way to to make someone upset? Diba? Yeah, I think you can't please everyone, but you can be nice to everyone. Yeah, be nice. Yeah takes more effort. <laughs> but it, okay, you know what? Let, let's just put it like from a vanity perspective. Also. <laughs> from a vanity. Okay. A little bit fun, right? But seriously, like make choices that make you more beautiful, not ugly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we lash out at people, when we are bitter, when we are angry, that actually makes us uglier mm-hmm. on the inside and on the outside. So. True. Wow. I really love this topic. Every time I have like, it feels like a therapy session. You're my new counselor now. Can I call you Naachi Joy? Yeah, sure, because I'm half Chinese. So. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I, I know. Okay, thank you so much for that. So again, to everyone listening now, if something is triggering you, let it go. <laughs> Chill out for a moment. Talk to God. Realign. And think of the consequences. Ikagaganda mo bayan. Ikagagaling mo bayan. In the long run. And you, you will never go wrong by choosing the kind option, right? The loving option and the making it work option. Yeah, of course. But like, Janina, let's be realistic. Like, in certain cases, if you're being physically or sexually abused by somebody. Oh, yeah, iba na yon. That's different, right? That's okay, not okay. what we're talking about here. Let's just, yeah. in case there's people out there, right? Sometimes, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people who are going through abuse, sometimes they also don't know, like, how to respond. And and we don't want them to ever feel like, yeah, you just take it and allow those people to do those things to mm-hmm. you. So if you're in that kind of situation, you know, you need to also find help and reach mm-hmm. out to somebody who can come alongside you to help. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Just, just uh-huh. a little insert there, yeah. yeah. 
Yes, I know this is your Rise Up store. Usually I ask our guests. I know this is like a very, oh my gosh. I just I was just watching this video. You, you've made so many interviews about this Rise Up story of yours. Basically like the most traumatizing, challenging thing you've faced. But um, maybe you want to share something about that along those lines. Maybe for those listening now, experiencing trauma and hurt and pain and languish in a deeper level. You know, it's interesting, right? Because I went through that experience of rape when I was very young. I was like mm-hmm. 15. And I did, by God's grace, get through it. I mean, there are times when, of course, it's still very painful. But the more recent painful thing that I went through was really the operation that I had um, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe almost. I think this was around the time we met because you were that. mentioning. I was telling you about that, right? That for mm-hmm. me was even harder, um, I would say physically, because there was so much pain involved. And when there's physical pain, like I'm, I'm thinking about the people who have to go through intubation right now or who are seeing a loved one um, just dealing with pain because they're sick and they don't seem to be getting well. It's very, very hard to say to them and even to say to yourself when you're in that situation, yes, just choose to be joyful. You know, choose to. Yeah. <laughs> on the one hand, like the person who's going through that may think you have no idea what you're talking about. So, mm. you know, or, or when it's you, you're like, how can I choose joy when the pain is so excruciating and it doesn't seem to go away. Mm-hmm. And I would say those are the hardest moments in life where There doesn't seem to be an end to the physical or emotional pain that you're feeling. And my reply to that, what helped me when I was 15 and what helped me even two years ago and continues to help me, because sometimes I have to still deal with some health issues related to that operation, is two things. The first is, this is where faith comes in. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where your listeners are at in terms of their spiritual life, but there's no other way I could have gotten through that season in my life except to really believe that God is still good and not put him in a box and say, God does not exist or he must not be good because he's allowing this to happen to me. Mm-hmm. This is why I had to frame things properly. Like there is pain in this world, not because God wants us to suffer, but because it really is a broken world because of sin. And let's face it, we have messed up a lot of things in this world by our choices, right? Just look at mm-hmm. the environment. And so part of the reason why people get sick is because it's related to that, that brokenness. Sometimes it could also be related to sin. Um, But just choosing to believe that God is really a good God because when he designed the world, it was perfect. When he gave his life on the cross, he sacrificed everything for us. So every time I go through something difficult, I don't want to interpret who God is based on my circumstance, right? But I will say first to myself, okay, I'm going to choose to believe God is good. um, And I'm going to hold God to his promises. And so, Lord, even though it's difficult on a day to day, I'm going to continue to believe that your promises to take care of me, to bless me, to allow this to pass will come true. Hey. 
Hey, it's Julianne, also known as Yen. You might know me from TikTok, where I post content about wisdom, wellness, and stories to inspire. Join me in my podcast at Journey with Julianne for even more content on how both you and I can nourish our mind, body, and spirit on this journey called life. I look forward to growing with you. Listen to Journey with Julianne whenever you listen to your podcast. Check me out after listening to this one. Because if we don't have hope, it's you, you can't get through your difficult circumstance, right? That's why some people, they commit suicide. Some people just give up on relationships. They don't want to try anymore. Because we come to a point where it's like, this is not going to change. I don't know what to do anymore. I can't fix it. So we need hope to anchor mm-hmm. us. And for me, that hope is really found in a faith relationship with, with the Lord. But the second thin, thing, which was very hard for me to accept too, was to say thank you. And I remember my mom telling me one time, because she's a great counselor, and sometimes I don't want to go to her for advice because I know she's going to tell me something I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, the right thing. The right thing, the, ho- the yeah. harder like, thing. Like when I tell her sometimes, if I had a discussion with my husband, I want some perspective, she'll be like, well, you know, don't forget to honor your husband, submit to him. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know? but that's a good thing. Okay, for those of you who are listening. <laughs> but um So I remember one time I was talking to her about what happened to me. I said, mom, you know, it's so hard. And I know I'm praying and I know I'm choosing to trust God. And I just want that peace. And she asked me, have you ever thanked God? And I was quiet because I was angry, Janina. I was angry with God and I was so disappointed with God. And I just felt like, God, you know, I, you know, I love you. And you know that I've tried to seek after you. So why would you allow it to happen? I don't doubt that you exist and I don't doubt you're good, but I just felt hurt. Like I felt like kind of like a a child who was disappointed by something their father or their mother did. And I was at that point. And this is where my mom's advice made such a big difference because she said, Joy, have you really chosen to be thankful for the way things are and chosen to really be content? And I had not. And you know, when she challenged me to do it, it was super difficult. But I remember one day I, I knelt beside my bed and I was crying. I was, I was in tears because I just had not come to that point of surrender, of really saying, okay, Lord, you know, I thank you for what you've allowed and I'm going to choose to trust you. And so just saying thank you was like, for me, the ultimate expression of that trust. And God was so amazing because I don't know, have you ever read Job? For those of you guys, the book of Job is all about this guy who goes through all the suffering, right? Yeah. And give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like nobody wants to read that book because it it seems so depressing and so sad. Like so many things were taken away from him. Like every possible loss you can think of, he went through it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I felt like in that moment of my life, parang na job ako, you know? Na job. Ano na pala siya? Verb. I was having this conversation with God, right? And you know what he told me, which was so, so precious. He just kind of whispered to my heart. He said, Joy, you've been so fixated on the first part of Job's life where he lost a lot. Have you really looked at and studied the latter half of his life where I blessed him like tenfold? You know, I mean, he... he I, I, I took care of him and I mm-hmm. gave, I more than gave back everything that was taken away. And this is what it's like when we go through hard circumstances, you can't undo the past. Like Job, he lost his children 
and he couldn't undo that. And yet God gave him more than what he also lost. He gave him more children. He gave him more wealth, more everything, right? And so I think this is how we have to trust God's economics. Sometimes we really can't get back the things that we've lost, but God's going to more than repay what was lost. There's even a passage about that. It says, um, I will make up for the years the locusts have eaten. And so sometimes certain seasons in our lives can feel that way where we've lost so much that how can it ever get better? So I think the journey towards that begins with trusting God and then choosing to still be thankful and say, Lord, you know, I thank you. I don't understand now, but I'm going to choose to be thankful because I know you have something good planned for me. So that's what's gotten me through. So every time I start to feel like a physical pain or something that's related to my surgery, I just say, Lord, <laughs> you promise that yeah. you said you are going to bless me and you're going to take care of me. And Lord, I'm going to hold you to that. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets me through difficult days. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship after all. And I think that's what he prefers. He really wants us to be that close to him. You know, actually, I call God um, <laughs> whatever I have like my prayers I'm like God Gotti <laughs> like a daddy hey Gotti morning Gotti <laughs> so it's like morning mommy morning Gotti that's ever said that. <laughs> isn't it cute though Gotti ang short na nga ng God ginawan ko pa ng nickname hey Gotti love you <laughs> so this is so much fun I learned so so much and I thank you so much for opening up to us it's, you know, every time I know you've done this a, a lot of times, but I'm so happy that you always share it with a new spirit. And I thank you for that. Thank you for bringing joy here in Rise Up. And yeah, maybe I know you also have a podcast. Shall we plug it? Oh, <laughs> also, yeah. And your yeah. books. We mm-hmm. took a little bit of a break from that, but we do have a family podcast. It's called Family Unbox. It's also on, um, yeah, podcast. on Spotify yeah. and it's yeah by Podcast Network Asia. So mm-hmm. we love working with um, their team. They're great. Super flexible, mm-hmm. super understanding to educate <laughs> me. <laughs> I love it. Well, you you are balancing so many things and you're great at it. And again, we, we have different seasons in life. It's not meant to look like one whole routine after another naman. So yeah, I just appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. Anything else you want to add? Oh, I want to like one final question because one of the things I want to keep kind of like my values net and based on the Bible is to always have a childlike heart. So, you know, you're surrounded by these amazing children. Maybe what's one thing, one amazing thing you've learned from them either recently or throughout you know I think one of the things that uh, social media has taken away from a lot of us is we forget to be fully present and engaged with people in person and when I look at my children because I still have a two-year-old so the span is like 18 all the way down to two years old there's just that that wonder that she has like every moment is new and exciting like the simplest things bring her joy and I don't want to lose that. And I think that sometimes it does get lost because when I choose to be on social media indiscriminately, right? Like <laughs> whatever, binging on it, there is that discontentment that arises, that desire to compare or think that you have less or to feel like you're missing out on something. But if I see things through the eyes of my children where they are fully present in every moment and just soaking it all in, I think that's also a way to have joy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how can I just enjoy this moment right now? Because I may Mm -hmm. never have it again. Mm -hmm. And right now is where I'm supposed to be, you know? So 
that's one of the things that my kids have taught me that I want to mm-hmm. copy. Love it. And let's pass that on. So to everyone listening, stay present and enjoy the stillness. Yes. Sometimes it's the best gift you can give to yourself. Doing nothing and just being present and, you know, reconnecting with yourself. Find the Zen (laughs) that joy has. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much once again. And we'll see you on your social platforms too. Stay connected. It's just Joy Mendoza, right? Yeah, it's Joy T. Mendoza for IG and then Teach With Joy for Facebook. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. This was so enlightening. I had so much fun. Thank you so much. So that's it to everyone listening right now via Apple Podcasts. Please give us a great review. And to those listening via Spotify, please share this in your stories and tag us. We'd love to repost. Thank you so much, everyone. And always take every chance you get to rise up. This podcast is brought to you by the Chinoy Podcast Network in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. Check us out via our websites at chinoy.tv and podcastnetwork.asia. Also powered by Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now for free at podmetrics.co. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.